Joseph Chateau-Rapaye, pastor of Advent Lutheran Church in Wyckoff, New Jersey, and this is week six of our fall 2018 series on Rowan Williams' Being Disciples. This week we're going to be wrapping up by staying spiritually healthy. So we all kind of know what we mean when we talk about health. We know about physical health, mental health, dental health, I guess. But what does it mean to be spiritually healthy? And even more than that basic question, what does it mean when we talk about spirituality at all? Williams notes that we don't have a concept of spirituality in the church until about the 15th or 16th century. So the idea of a spiritual life is a relatively recent invention. But the root of it is much older than that, because for Christians, the term spirituality just means life lived in the spirit. If we think about it that way, the whole concept of spirituality becomes quite a bit easier to get a handle on. Because sometimes when we talk about spirituality, we mean something remote or esoteric or far removed from everyday life. But when St. Paul talks about the marks of spirituality, of life lived in the Holy Spirit, he comes up with this list of virtues. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. All very ordinary-sounding virtues. Virtues that sound boring and, frankly, don't even sound all that spiritual at all. So Williams tries to get at what it means to be spiritually healthy using four actions or characteristics. The first is self-knowledge. And self-knowledge doesn't mean navel-gazing. It means being aware of our thoughts and our actions and our general way of being in life. So we might say that it means being self-reflective, being able to put some distance between our thoughts and emotions and the stories we tell about ourselves and our sense of our actual selves. It means having some kind of space to evaluate the narratives we tell about ourselves and what other people say about us, creating some space for what God says about us to be true. Williams compares this to when, Mar to when Mary recognizes the risen Christ after he says her name in the garden. It's only by saying her name that she recognizes him, that she's known by God perhaps better than she knows herself. The second virtue Williams talks about is stillness. And stillness is one of the hardest attributes of spirituality to develop. Williams jokes that when I try to pray, the real problem is not with the absence of God, but with the absence of me. It's not that God isn't there, but I'm not there. I'm all over the place. We're not very comfortable with stillness in our personal lives, and we're not very comfortable with it in our liturgical life either. Think about the last time you had a period of prolonged silence in worship. It's probably been years since I had that experience, and I'm someone who gets paid to lead worship. The third feature Williams talks about is growth. Now, what exactly do we mean by growth? We don't mean improving the way you grow as a musician or at a skill. There aren't different levels of discipleship like levels on a tennis ladder. But by growth, we're talking about openness to change. How many of us think that we're done spiritually growing at a certain point in our lives? Like we've, gotten where to, like we've gotten to where we want to be, and then we've kind of opted out of anything more. In our spiritual lives, we often do things that feel familiar or comfortable. How often do we sing the same hymns or pray the same prayers or do the same liturgies? Part of a healthy spirituality and part of discipleship, therefore, is about being stretched and being open to new opportunities for exploration 
and for having our minds and our views changed. And finally, Williams focuses on joy. So what does it mean when we talk about joy? We don't mean euphoria or a ecstatic sense about our experience of life. And we also don't just mean being happy. Williams describes joy as the sense that I've connected with something so real that it will break all the boundaries and containers I try to put it in. A sense of something overflowing, something pushing outwards. So joy is about the idea that what we do in discipleship, our prayer, worship, work, life, is uncontainable. It's going beyond our normal experiences of life and calling us into something deeper. And because it's calling us out into the future, it isn't just a temporary emotion. It's very possible to think of Christian communities that were joyful even while they were being persecuted. And even if they certainly weren't happy, their communal life was still marked by joy because of their confidence that the worth and value of their work and their vocations wasn't just defined by their present circumstances. So this is how Williams wraps this up, and I'm going to read this paragraph at length because it sums everything up quite nicely. So self-awareness and stillness, growth, and joy. I want to suggest that those are the building blocks of a life in the Spirit that can stand up to all the things around us, in the church, in the world, and in ourselves, that are trying to muffle or stifle the glorious liberty of the children of God. While that's not a recipe of any kind, it may at least offer a set of questions to put to ourselves about what we're doing and what we can do, as I said earlier, to keep our humanity in place. To sense ourselves as truly and really beloved creatures of God who are miraculously being transformed into beloved children of God by the gift of the Spirit, who are being drawn into our own real identities. As if we are all of us begin not quite being who we really are, and God is leading us bit by bit to be who we really are, whispering our names again and again so that we keep growing into that. And I believe with all my heart that if we are able somehow to go on asking ourselves those questions, we have no guaranteed recipe for success, but we are at least offering to God our very best efforts in avoiding avoidable failure. That's it for our fall series. We'll do another one of these in Advent this year in a couple months. Thanks for following along. Mm -hmm.